Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, November 5th. It's been 20 months, but OSFI said Thursday that Canada's banks can now break free from some of the resilience measures introduced as the pandemic began in March 2020 to protect the financial system. This means that, effective immediately, banks can start increasing regular dividends and executive compensation and, subject to the regulator's approval, once again repurchase shares. The regulator says it still expects banks to maintain strong analysis and assessments to vulnerabilities in making their decisions on capital distributions. The Canadian ETF space has already topped its full-year 2020 sales record as it gathered $3.9 billion in net inflows last month, according to a new report from National Bank Financial. In its Canadian ETF flows report, the Big Six Bank said Canadian ETFs have gathered $43 billion year-to-date, compared to $41 billion during the whole of 2020. With that, total assets held in Canadian ETFs have passed the $300 billion mark. Equity ETFs saw inflows of $2.6 billion in October, including more than a billion going to US equity strategies and $754 million to Canadian equity ETFs. The pandemic remains a significant barrier to business as normal for Canada's small and medium-sized businesses. Business owners' confidence has remained weakened, according to the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. October's Business Barometer three-month outlook scored 45.5 index points, only 2.3 points higher than September. The 12-month outlook was up 2.7 points to 60.5. To add context, that means only a small increase from the previous month, which had recorded the largest decline in both short and long-term outlooks since the start of the pandemic. Traditionally, the Canadian dream has revolved around milestones such as parenthood, home ownership and retirement. But according to a new study by fintech firm Mogo, the dream is going in a greener direction. Drawing from a survey of members of the Angus Reid Forum, Mogo found that financial security was the most important aspect of the Canadian dream, as identified by 33% of Canadians polled. That was followed by freedom to follow personal dreams. When asked what's most important to them personally, a third of Canadians shared a focus on providing for their loved ones while only slightly fewer said they were most interested in enjoying life right now. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, the Financial Consumer Agency of Canada has launched a consultation on a new set of guidelines for banks' complaint handling processes. The Canadian ETF Association urges more advisors to help clients prepare for vulnerable ageing. And a CMI white paper puts the focus on the ever-growing area of MICs. For Wealth Professional Canada... I'm Steve Randall.